Hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome <clears throat> to Wolf Den Live, episode 43. The one where my stomach keeps growling for some reason, even though I just had dinner. That's probably why. I, that doesn't make sense. You know what I'm, I need? Full. What do you need? Coffee. I'm dying. Well, I don't understand why the family There's didn't get There's no coffee in the house. There's no regular coffee. It's, it's all decaf. Mountains of decaf. Because we're the only ones who drink regular coffee. It's like, it's like having... I All should, almond joys after Halloween. I should clarify, only you drink regular coffee. I'll have it like once in a blue moon. Yes. I need it in my life. I, I didn't have I it yesterday, and I'm feeling it. Oh, boy. I'm feeling the withdrawals. So I'm cranky today. That's not good. It's that, and because I'm just always cranky. Yeah, yeah. Sure. How's it going, guys? Hello, Fred. Hello, Atten. Hello, DC. Hello, Ginger Ale. <laughs> A lot of new guys here. Yeah, Feistiest Ninja, Mike S. Jeebus, I think. Kvolt Fiction, I believe is how you pronounce your name. Mike S. Rhythm, Fusion Riptide. Said Fred already. Snow Haze. Emerald Jedi Knight. And AJ. Not to be confused with any other Jedi Knight. Freaks of Pokemon. And Jose. Who isn't a Pokemon freak in this day and age? I mean, let's be real here. Guys, hello. We got some things to talk about. But first, we have an announcement. Yes. That we both announced in our videos anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, high CPU detected. I know. Shut up. <laughs> uh, here it is. We have a new shirt. It's a campaign yeah. that's running through November. It will end on November 30th, I believe. That's like immediately after that, Wolf Den Live. Yeah. Uh, live and learn. It is a, it's a, it's a reference. on the edge of tomorrow. Yes. On the words of yesterday. Yay, yay. Sonic Adventure 2. Yes. The Wolf Den logo and the Sonic Adventure 2 logo. <laughs> um, it says Japanese, that's battle. It says yeah. battle in Japanese. I decided to leave that because I thought it was funny. Well, it makes it authentic. It makes it authentic. Yeah. It's a nice shirt. There is an alert. You know, I didn't test the alert. No, no. I should do that. There's an alert, so if you buy a shirt, it'll come up on stream live. And I might be able to read the names afterwards. <laughs> Very cool. But so I, yeah. I will check I will double check that. Oh, uh, the, sure the sale starts November first, right? No, the sale is now. Oh, it's now. You can buy the shirt now. Okay. Yeah. So but it's a campaign, so you don't get the shirt until after the campaign's over. Okay. Or the campaign meets its goal. Okay, so everybody go to our T Public store. Uh, the link is in the description yes. of this video. Uh, go out and buy the shirt. Uh, it will help us out a lot, and we'll be able to do more cool things. Not just shirts, but maybe even with the channel. Who knows? And it'll look cool. It'll feel great. Yeah. How about that? It'll be an exclusive reference that only you will get. And we all know references that only you get are the best kind of references. Next is this fantasy movie league yes uh all time overall aj's winning how is aj winning <laughs> that pisses me off i don't like it uh then bobby Anse, gavin fernando skyplex i'm like all the way down because i missed a, a week uh let's go to last week last week aj won what is with tyler perry's movie tyler perry's boo that's the name of the movie. No, it, the name of the movie is Boo, a Medea Chris, uh, Halloween something. I, I just deleted the rest of that out of my memory. That's, <laughs> that's just completely useless information. Look, look man, Tyler Perry's movies, they're, they're big deals. People yeah. love their Tyler Perry. It did the best last weekend. And everybody who had I, – yeah. I, I just didn't – it was expensive in, in the, for, for, the, uh, yeah. for the movie league. It was. It had a big budget, so I was like, I'm not paying for that. And everybody put it in one. So AJ, Gavin, uh, Bobby Anse, Louis, and Rael, they they won last week. So if you don't know what the movie league is, what are you going to say? Boo, a Medea Halloween. Anybody who doesn't know what the movie league is, uh, every week you go to fantasymovieleague.com. You join our league. The link is also in the description of this video. And you um, make an account. Every week, you pick what movies you think are going to do great, and we all compete against each other. And the winner of the whole thing gets a $100 Amazon gift card, and two runner-ups get uh, T-shirts from us of your choosing. Wolf Den T-shirts. Mm -hmm. So, there you go. 
Timber says Tyler Perry sucks ass. <laughs> first thing I saw that caught my eye. Yeah. Um. So, I, yes. What were you gonna say? What were you gonna say? Well, before we dive in, I just want to make a quick statement. Um, I didn't get a chance to do a video on it, but I want to talk touch on it now. Um, recently on October. 22nd, um, artist Steve Dillon, uh, oh, best yes. known for his work, uh, especially with Garth Ennis on Hellblazer, Preacher, and The Punisher, um, passed away at the age of 54. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't like the biggest fan of Steve Dillon. Like, I never followed his work, but I knew who he was, and I really appreciated his style and his, uh, the way he, you know, would tell the story. He had a very interesting look because it wasn't he like especially working with garth enos you know garth enos is known for like his brutal and violent stuff and uh steve dylan drew everybody with like puppy dog eyes but like it it sort of he made it work with all the the horribleness going on um in the story at hand so he's, he's got john ramita style faces I yeah um so it's uh, don't I don't actually know what he uh, complications caused by a ruptured appendix. That's damn. That's a way to go. Um, so yeah, um, I would highly recommend everybody go out and read um, anything Steve Dillon did on the Punisher, um, especially the Garth Ennis stuff. He recently rebooted the Punisher with Becky Cloonan um, this year, and that was an excellent, excellent series. So everybody go out and read as much Steve Dillon as you possibly can. Um, yeah. So now that we got the sadness out of the way. And while you did that, I made sure our Twitch alerts work for our shirts. Okay. So if you buy a shirt, it should come up. Sometimes it's late. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. Also, at the top of the hour, yes. Will, yes, we Bob. shall talk about uh, PlayStation Plus and Xbox free games for yes. the month of November. Yeah, Our monthly public service announcement uh, where we tell remind you all that if you have Xbox Live Gold or PlayStation Plus, they give you free games every month. And you should go and get them because free games is better than no games. Yes. And they're free. Yes. Well, I mean, you're paying for you're them. You're paying for the subscription service, but you know if they're giving you games, yeah. take advantage of them. We got an interesting month this month. I so we say. got PlayStation Plus right here. Yes. A uh, big one is Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. Yes, on PlayStation 4, um, you can get Everybody's Gone to the Rapture and The Deadly Tower of Monsters. I do not know what that is. Neither do I. Uh, on PlayStation 3, you get Dirt 3 and uh, Costume Quest 2. Um, if you like racing, if people like racing games really seem to like the Dirt series. It's like a consistent... I've always wanted to play yeah, Dirt. Yeah, I think I have it on Xbox One. They gave it away, one of them, for free a while back. Haven't touched it. Um, and then on Vita, you get uh, Letter Quest Remastered, which is crossed by with the PS4, and Pumped BMX Plus, which is crossed by on PS3 sick. and PS4. So sick. So that, I didn't actually bring up Microsoft's game. I, I got them. Um, and it, again, Microsoft's got some weird um, staggering of the games. Um, so on Xbox One. Uh, Xbox Live Gold members can download Super Dungeon Brothers uh, all month during November. So from November 1st to the end of the month. And then from November 16th to December 15th, uh, Murdered Soul Suspect is free to download. Which I heard is garbage. I I heard that too. I'm still interested to play it. I heard like it does, it has some interesting ideas. It's not good. Right. But... I mean, if it's free, no, no harm, no foul. Different. Yes. And on Xbox 360, which you can play on your Xbox One, these are backwards compatible with the Xbox One, um, you have Monkey Island Special Edition um, for the first half of the month, November 1st to the 15th. And then from November 15th to November 30th is Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon, which I recently bought for $6 on Amazon, so I'm so happy I now get it for free. You Would you buy a digital download? Code? Yeah. Wow. Sorry, well, it's all right. It's happened. It's not the first time I bought a game and then they gave it away for free. That game is one of the best DLCs of all time. Yeah, so I'm happy I get to play it. It is amazing. I recommend it to everybody yeah. who has a who has an Xbox. And if you don't want to wait, it is I believe six bucks on Amazon. 
Uh, Atten says, Rapture sucked. Everybody's gone to the Rapture, you mean? I mean, it's one of those walking simulator games, isn't it? Yeah. So, I mean, those are either you love it or you hate it. I'm, I'm, I was interested when that came out. Uh, I did not like Firewatch at all. So, I probably won't like yeah. Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. But it interests me. Mm-hmm. Did the audio desync? We, we got some stream problems, I think. Yeah. No, it's all fine. Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, there's nothing really exciting me on the PlayStation side. I mean, on the Xbox side, I have uh, Far Cry Race Blood Dragon, so there's that. Um, Secret of... Is this the original Monkey Island, or is this one of the Telltale ones? Because I'm playing Telltale's Batman right now. I just finished Telltale did three. Monkey Island? They did, like, a re... The original Monkey Island was LucasArts. And then Telltale did, like, a more recent version. So, right. let me see that. And then, um, yeah, I'm going to play at least a little bit of Murdered Soul Suspect just to see what it's all about. It's free. Uh, yeah, it is. So, not a big deal. Uh, no, I think this is the original LucasArts. Yeah, the original LucasArts Monkey Island. Wow, look at those pixels. It's the special edition version, so it's all redone in HD and whatnot. But be careful because it's rated E10 for alcohol references, crude humor, suggestive themes, tobacco references, <gasps> and mild animated violence. How dare they? Yeah. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. <clears throat> All right. Hi, Bobby. <laughs> uh, I want to start with Nintendo. Mm-hmm. I will start by saying that in my video... I put up on Tuesday mm-hmm. that I made on I wrote on Saturday mm-hmm. recorded it on Sunday and then edited it on Monday right and it came out on Tuesday I talked about how the Switch is definitely going to be backwards compatible with 3DS games and on Monday night Tuesday-ish yeah a Nintendo representative was asked if it's going to be backwards compatible with 3DS games, and he said no. Well, <laughs> he said it's not going to be backwards compatible with physical, yeah, with the cartridges, 3DS games. That's a that's a big difference. Right, it is. You're right. So it, I also don't believe him. <laughs> <laughs> I think that it totally still will because those cartridges look exactly like 3DS cartridges. I, I don't know. It's it's interesting because I mean. Technically, the the 3DS and the Wii U are backwards compatible with, you know, the NES, but through digital download. Right. So I'm sure it'll be possible for he he, he said there's no comment about digital downloads. He right. Didn't, he didn't comment. Well, that. there's no comment on like anything. We still don't know if it's going to have a touch screen or right. not. That's why it's surprising that he gave a comment on yeah. that whether or not it was physically going to be. Backwards I wouldn't compatible. be surprised if the cartridges are different in some capacity. Yeah. Well. Because they have to be. I mean, if theoretically, if it's going to have Skyrim on it, which is a, like multiple gigs of a game. I definitely believe that they're going to be a bigger capacity. Yeah. I am not sure that I believe that they're not backwards compatible. Like, think, look at DS to 3DS. 3DS's cartridges were bigger, but it was still backwards compatible. 3DS? Oh, you're talking about size. I'm talking like, about the actual like the capacity, capacity of, of the yeah. Because yeah. I was gonna say they're the exact same cartridges. They just put a little nub on it. That is also what they did between Game Boy and Game Boy Color. Yes, they took they took they took the little indent of the cartridge out. Yeah, yeah. So I I think that that's what's gonna happen. I think it's gonna be something like that. I don't know something so you can't put those games in a 3ds. I would not be surprised if it is a di- if it's a completely different cartridge format altogether. But somewhere down the line, you can download 3DS games and play them on uh, your Nintendo Switch, uh, much like you can download Game Boy Advance games onto your 3DS. Right. So, I mean, that I can see happening. They probably... I feel like Nintendo definitely wants a clean break from their past consoles, and they're probably going to phase out the 3DS slowly over time. Def- I I think I next year like is it for the 3DS. You think next year is for the 3DS? Next holiday season, they'll have like a couple games. Mm-hmm. After that, done. Because I, I know next year is definitely it for the Wii U. Yeah. like This year is practically it for the Wii U. Um, I have more on that too. Yeah. 
but you know, I definitely feel like they're they're taking everything in a completely new direction. Because remember, everybody keeps talking about it that that reveal video with no kids. And yeah. 3ds is still very much a kid system. I think that they, I'm reiterating, but I think that they just did that because yeah. kids. You don't need to show kids that that it's for yeah. kids. I'm a little upset because last week they revealed an Amazon exclusive 3DS um, with Super Mario World pre-installed. And it's like this ugly lime green color. And I kind of wanted it. <laughs> <laughs> but now they announced the Switch. And so I, I guess I got to wait and see what's going on. Because really, yeah. I just wanted it to play Super Nintendo games. And hopefully the Switch will have Super Definitely. Nintendo games on it. Definitely. It'll be huge. Yeah. Probably beautiful. I also noted in my video that I think this thing's... We we did a little discussion. I said about 8 or 9 inches. Yeah. I think 7. For the screen? Yeah. Because yeah. the Kindle Fire. You know, our little Kindle Fire thing. People it, are getting lag. You know, I just checked... And it says good. It says the stream's good. I'm getting lagged too, but so that's just fine. So I don't know. Okay. It pro sometimes it lags, and then the after part, you know, like after it goes live. I mean, after it goes archived, sometimes it's fine. I don't know. YouTube gaming sometimes ain't the best. You know what? Maybe I can up the bit rate. I'll play with that in a minute. Um, but yeah, I put my hands on it, and it, it, it. I think that it looks bigger than it actually is in the trailer, because okay. people's hands aren't that big. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it definitely looks like <laughs> it's, a, it's a prototype, right? I mean, what we saw is definitely a prototype. Um, so I'm sure by the time it actually comes out in March, we'll see a much more refined. Uh, look to everything the weird controller uh the, the docking system and we'll definitely have like specs on the screen itself right um speaking of the wii u mm -hmm. being totally canned next year uh nintendo had an earnings call last night those are always fun i love those yeah and we're gonna talk about one right now uh this article is from Polygon. Nintendo reports huge quarterly loss amid plummeting Wii U sales. I did not actually read this article. <laughs> I only heard about little stuff. Yeah. So we're going to read it together. All right. First quarter of Nintendo's current fiscal year wasn't pretty as a massive drop in Wii U sales led to a significant decrease in sales and an operating loss of 5.13 billion yen or 4.8 uh, 48 million dollars the company said today in an earnings report which was yesterday i think uh net sales for the quarter which ran from april 1st through june 30th totals uh, five point five hundred eighty seven million dollars a drop of 31.3 percent compared to the same period in 2015 nintendo attributed its massive operating loss par partly to a strong japanese yen the appreciation of which caused exchange losses totaling 35 billion yen or 332 million dollars lots of numbers here yeah <laughs> poor hardware performance also contributed to nintendo's troubles in the quarter wii u sales were anemic at just 220,000 units worldwide that's it that's for a whole quarter yeah that sucks that's pretty bad a 53% year-over-year drop, meaning the company sold less than half as many Wii U consoles as in the same period a year ago. That is terrible. Nintendo 3DS sales dropped by 7% to 940,000 mm -hmm. units, which is interesting because I thought that those went up. Uh, I don't know if it's going to say it here, but they attribute that to there not being any Wii U games. Because there aren't yeah. any new Wii U games right now. Uh, but I thought 3DS sales went up when Pokemon Go came out. Because everybody was buying Pokemon games. Might have been, yeah. That's interesting. Because that that's the same quarter, right? This quarter. So. April 1st through June 30th. No. Ooh, mm, when did Pokemon Go come out? June, right? Yes. Yeah, so at the end. Oh, uh, it was the tail end. So they... It must have trickled into the next quarter. Yeah. Um, 
The news wasn't all bad. Software sales were up in the first quarter on both 3DS and Wii U. Nintendo released Fire Emblem Fates in Europe and Bravely Second and Lair in the U.S. during the quarter. The company said both titles got off to a good start and that the global release of Kirby Planet Robo, which I really want to play, <laughs> resulted in steady sales. Pokemon Go was July, according to the chat. I get those two months confused with yeah. each other. Okay, so this doesn't include that. I thought this did, though. Oh, you're the quarterly earnings guy. Oh, my God, Will. What? The whole time? What? This article is from July. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we know about their last quarterly earnings. Welcome to the Wolf Den, your one-stop <laughs> shop for accurate and timely news source son of a bitch i was reading the wall street journal one and it was long and boring and because well, this is the wall street journal it was a, way too many numbers and yeah. not like gaming focus like polygons would be so i switched to polygon and this is the shit i get polygon uh nintendo earnings maybe this time we'll do it right Pokemon Go props up a lackluster quarter for Nintendo. The right one now. It says our stream's still good, so. Yeah, there were some people complaining about, you know, buffering and lagging issue. We've been having a lot of internet problems in this house. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'd recommend lowering the quality. Yeah, give that a shot. Maybe watch us in, like, 480. Yeah, P. Uh, Nintendo posted its earnings over the... This is the right one, right? This came out October 26th. Yes, that's the right one. Nintendo posted its earnings over the last six months today, reporting losses across the board as Wii U and Nintendo 3DS sales continued to decline. Despite overall sales figures heading south through the end of September, the success of Pokemon Go and the company's recent sale of its stake in the Seattle Mariners... <laughs> Help Nintendo still turn a profit. So this makes a lot more sense. Yeah. <laughs> its long-standing relationship with the Pokemon Company, which had huge success with July's launch of Pokemon Go, helped Nintendo garner an additional 12 billion yen, about 115 million in profit. That's just from the minority stake the company has in the free-to-play mobile game. And Nintendo asserted after its release that any gains the company would see from Pokemon Go's profit would have a limited effect on its bottom line. That's when their stock shot up, when Pokemon Go came up. And then they said, we don't really have anything to do with that. And then yeah. it plummeted. Letting go of the Seattle Mariners also helped Nintendo's quarterly income. Nintendo paid $125 million for the baseball team in 1992 <laughs> and maintains a 10% stake. When it sold off the majority of its shares in the Mariners by mid-August, Nintendo reported a $661 million profit. They made five hundred, over $500 million on the Seattle Mariners. Wow. On that investment. These are the two biggest wins in an otherwise desperate earnings report. Wii U hardware sales decreased by 53% year over year, which is insane. While software dropped by three, uh, 33% on Nintendo 3DS. I'm sorry. On Nintendo 3DS, the declines were smaller. And software posted m minute gains over the same period in 2015. Thanks to million-seller Kirby Planet Robo, again, with that game. And the continued strength of the Pokemon games. Sales of the popular Amiibo line of figures also declined, as did those of downloadable content. They're attributing a lot of losses to the fact that nobody's buying Amiibo anymore. And that they say that that's because people aren't buying the games that... that well, well there are no games for people to buy. <laughs> that and also... Like... It's more... People buy those because they're cool looking. Yeah. You know? Also, too, like they released all the Animal uh, Crossing ones, and like nobody knows those characters. Like, no one cares about, right. you know, those characters. That's true. Yeah. So. Only people who play Animal, play Animal Crossing. Crossing. And they have the cards, too. Yeah. Overall, the company suffered an operating loss of $56 million over the six-month period, which isn't bad compared to the last loss that we just saw. Yeah. Um, compared to the profits this time last year. 
This continues from its financial report in July, which also saw big sales drops and disappointing hardware sales across the board. Wait, I want to see what that loss was. I thought that was more. Actually, this this loss is more. That loss was forty eight billion. Uh, forty eight million. This is uh fifty six million. The hope is that the company's new hardware will continue will contribute to a rosier picture as next year approaches. The Nintendo Switch isn't expected to launch until mid until March 2017, however, right at the end of the fiscal year for some I don't know why they do that, but yeah. that's what they do. Company president Tatsumi Kimishima Kimishima told Japanese press today that shipments will top out around 2 million through the end of March, which I thought was very interesting. While reiterating that no more news on price, technical specifications, or software is coming. So, uh, 2 million shipments. That's nothing. Yeah, that's really small. The PlayStation 4 sold 1 million units in its first day. Yeah. And they want to sell 2 million in their first shipment. They want to ship two million yeah. to stores, which is which is nothing. I so think, that's like for the month of March, they're gonna have two million. I think they're trying to like keep you know realistic figure right. because with the Wii U, they say like, oh, we'll we'll sell nine million units in a month, and everybody's like, no, you've only sold like ten. So I think they're trying to be a lot more conservative, a lot more realistic right. with what they put out there, and see if there you know is a demand for. What they're selling. When this thing comes out, people mm-hmm. are gonna say that Nintendo is trying to short ship. To, yeah, to which which hype. they've done before. But, but I feel like in this situation, is this just them like testing the market? Yeah, because they need to. They don't have. They don't want you know. Because if they ship out nine million units, yeah. they're going to have a huge loss. Yeah, you know, if there's a if there's an issue, you know, mm-hmm. they, you're right. They are testing the waters. Um, they say that. Uh. Breath of the Wild, the next Zelda game, yeah. that is expected to sell two million units. I think in its entire life, yeah, which is also insanely low. But yeah, they're keeping very like uh, bearish numbers, yeah, as Colin Moriarty would say. <laughs> um. Also, oh, I forgot what it was. I think the 3ds. I it was in the Wall Street Journal one. Oh, let me see. 3ds. He's really got the Wall Street Journal up here. I do. Uh, for Nintendo, the Pokemon impact went beyond the smartphone game. The company's Mr. Kimishima said, Many consumers picked up Nintendo's aging handheld 3DS device to play older Pokemon games, and pre-orders were strong for new 3DS Pokemon games coming in November. Nintendo said it expected to sell 6 million 3DS units in the year ending March 2017, up from an earlier forecast of 5 million. Now, I thought that was interesting because in its entire life, the Wii U has sold 6 million units in North America. (laughs) And worldwide, they want to sell 6 million in one fiscal year of 3ds yeah well i mean 3ds is a system that can do it it's a more popular system everybody has it uh in north america then 3ds sold 19 million yeah worldwide it sold 60 million in its life so yeah it could do it yeah but i also think it's interesting that the wall street journal called the wii u their flagship console technically oh it should be the home console it it should be but it's not yeah (laughs) Um, I also think it's interesting that no matter how much I try, no matter how much I say that the, mm. that the switch or the NX is not competing against the PS4 and the Xbox one, everybody always comments. They got to put, uh, though, though I want to be able to play my call of duty. Yeah. And Battlefield and everybody's there. freaking out that Skyrim was in the preview. Right. I mean, cause yeah, as much as people will say, Oh, Nintendo's not competing with Sony and Microsoft. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they they totally and 100% are. They are a video game maker, and they made a video game console that you put under your TV, you connect to your TV, you play video games on it, and it's competing for space against what Microsoft puts out and what Sony puts out. I completely disagree, because 
you you it, they're both they're companions they they live alongside each other you don't get that's what they've become right they've become companions ever since the gamecube no because the gamecube was still competing for space i, I mean like after, after the game so since yeah. the wii yes yeah since the wii it's become companion but the thing is the wii u was a step towards trying to get back to being competition because they launched with all those hardcore games like I a disagree. real mass effect 3 a real assassin's Actually, creed a real batman real call of duty the problem is not you know pared down ports the problem is that they marketed it with a lot of third-party support and then they lost a lot of third party yeah because it wasn't selling Right, because they were putting out games that everybody already has, and they they launched the Wii U with similar graphics to the Xbox 360 and PlayStation yeah. 3 at the end of those life cycles. Yeah, which was a bad move. But I mean, the, the Wii U was a failure. That that is that yeah. was a huge misstep in a lot of ways. But I say this all the time. Uh, Sony's worldwide president, uh, the hell's his name? Shuhei Yoshida yeah. says we need Nintendo to bring in the kids. When they're older, yeah. they get PlayStations. So that's where they're at in the market. And that's why the Switch is such a good idea because they're they're in a mobile they're in a completely different space now. They're not they're not even near Xbox or, or PlayStation now. They're their device is so different. Their device is so different, but at the same time, you know, it's there's no denying that it's still primarily a video game system. Yes, it is a video game system. Yeah. But I mean, in the same way that an that an iPad can be a video game system, in the same way that no, your PC can an be a video iPad game system. can be a video game system. It's not necessarily a primarily. It's not a video primarily. Game a, you're right. The Nintendo Switch is primarily a video game system, much like the Xbox One is primarily a video game system, and the PS4 is primarily. A but video they're game not system. mobile game systems. And Nintendo is not selling the Switch as a mobile game system. They're, They're selling it as a console first that ha- you can happen to take on the go. Right, and I don't like that. <laughs> I th- I think that that is their major selling point, is that you can take this thing wherever you want. That is that is a major major selling point. That is the biggest but, difference. Yeah. There is no reason why I would want this instead of an Xbox. <laughs> there is no reason for that. Well, you might, you know, not to say you'd play Skyrim, but like if you play a game like Skyrim and you're playing it, you know, on the on the Switch and you can take it on the go with you. I mean, that's a great luxury. I mean, that's better than what's um crossplay, not crossplay. What's um remote play? You know, that right. Sony has. That that will work better than, you know, playing a game on your PS4 to your Vita. That will probably work better than xbox play anywhere there's a clash action lawsuit against sony because they marketed the vita as a device that can do that yeah that works in conjunction with a playstation 3 and you can play any game that you want on the go you can just pick it up and keep playing and that wasn't the case it only worked with like mlb the show yeah so they got sued and anybody who owned a vita in the original in the beginning was entitled to like 20 bucks i missed that <laughs> yeah uh so yeah, that's my next talk. Okay, I guess. Oh, and uh, I was expecting the stock to go up after the NX and reveal, and it tanked. It <laughs> tanked like hard. It's this is the lowest it's been like all yeah. month. But get ready for that uh, Super Mario Run. Yeah, that'll that'll bring everything. Buy Nintendo stock back now. Up. Uh, Fred says not much. Bob effed up. But mostly NX talk. Tevia joined late, late and asked what. Oh, uh, okay. I just saw you said Bob effed up, so yeah. I didn't see. Can you talk to the chat for a minute while I try to raise our uh, bit rate, maybe? Yeah, I'll do let's that. see what's up with um, the bit rate. Let's see what we got here. There's mostly people talking about <laughs> the lag. Um, and hockey talk. I didn't I didn't know hockey started. Um, What do we got here? Frostbite says the iPhone 7 is officially a fail. I don't know if it's technically a fail. Um, Apple's sales are down um, for the first time in like 15 years. Um, but I mean, Apple's sales are down is like nothing compared to like when another company's sales are down. I'm sure they'll be okay. Um, what else is there? Um, I guess people want me to talk about Mockingbird. I didn't really know people cared. 
Um, so Mockingbird issue eight came out. It was the last issue in the run of uh, Mockingbird, Marvel's Mockingbird series. Um, and the artist, not the artist, the writer whose name escapes me at the time, Chelsea Kane, uh, quit Twitter over it because everybody was throwing um, really harsh and really offensive words towards her because it uh, came out that a book starring a strong female protagonist was feminist propaganda. <laughs> um, and it didn't help that, um, well, it didn't help. I, I think the cover is hysterical. Uh, Mockingbird is wearing a shirt that says, let me tell you about my feminist agenda. LOL. Yeah, I, th- I just thought that was funny. I mean, if you don't if you don't agree with um, the politics of Mockingbird, let's say that's fine, that's great, good for you. Don't get mad at the writer on Twitter. <laughs> don't harass her. Don't, don't read don't, it if you don't agree. Yeah. The problem is, and before she quit, she said this because she was a best-selling author, like of, of real books, before this, and she said. Excuse me. She said, you know, it wasn't until I started writing comics that I start getting this this kind of harassment. <laughs> like, that's a problem. Like, that that's a really big problem. And Brian Michael Bendis is, like, trying to say, like, oh, it's not comics' fault. Like, well, it's not the medium's fault, but it's the toxic environment that's being bred um, by the fan base. You know, it might be a vocal minority, but it's still there, and it's enough to get people to leave Twitter. That's a problem. Like... I don't care what like where you fall like that's a problem. Don't do that. You know, if you don't like what a writer has to say, that's fine. Don't tell them to kill themselves, especially if it's a woman. I don't like these people quitting Twitter. Like, you don't like what the internet has to say. You're on. You're a public figure. Like, it'd be like us closing our comment section because it's always you know people disagreeing with us. <laughs> no, like, there there reaches a point. Like everybody's human. Like people can only take so much abuse i mean if it was you know, if it was me i would have stuck it out but you know then again it wasn't me here's an interesting thing what youtube says we're not re- this is from like 20 minutes ago so it's not happening anymore we're not receiving video data at a fast enough rate your viewers may experience buffering ensure your connection is fast enough or consider using a lower bit rate i just raised the bit rate by a thousand so maybe i should lower it you know, I always tell you lowering the bitrate helps, and you never listen to me. You didn't say this time. I said, well, I'm going to raise the well, bitrate. because I, I gave up trying to tell you uh, how I'm to gonna, work the stream. You know, it's not like that was my job for like seven years is figuring out how streaming videos worked. I'm lowering it. Uh, brothers. Uh, I, got, I got topics. Should I just go into one? Yeah. All right. Um, who, who wants to talk about Deadpool in the comments? Everybody? Okay. Um, <laughs> so it was recently announced that Tim Miller, the director of the Deadpool movie, um, everybody's favorite comic book movie from this year, um, is quitting the sequel. He, he's not going to work on it. And apparently the, right. re- the, the reason Blur why, Studios guy. The Blur Studios guy. And apparently the reason why he is leaving is because he had a creative dispute with Ryan Reynolds. Um, according to The Wrap, uh, Miller's leaving had to do with the director uh, wanting a much more stylized action sequel while Reynolds wanted to stick to the humor-based tone of the first one. A lot of humor uh, covered the very small budget that Deadpool had. According to reports released over the weekend, the final straw came over the casting of Cable. Um, Tim Miller wanted Kyle Chandler to be Cable and Ronald Reynolds objected and the studio sided with Reynolds. Right. Now it's um, come to light that it wasn't just Ryan Reynolds that was against Tim Miller's decisions, but also the screenwriters, Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick. And that the whole, you know, Tim Miller's vision of a more stylized Deadpool movie meant that he wanted a budget three times that of the first Deadpool movie. So the first Deadpool movie had a $58 million budget and Tim Miller wanted three times that to, I guess, put it in line with other comic book movies that 
you know, come out because they all cost like two hundred. Honestly, I don't blame them. It made so much money. Right. I mean, on the one hand, yes, uh, it's tradition like when a sequel, you know, when a movie does good and it's time for the sequel, the sequel gets a lot more money. And I'm sure that Deadpool two, regardless of who's going to wind up directing it, is going to have a bigger budget than um, the first one. And you know, it sucks that Tim Miller is leaving because. If you ask me, he had a lot to do with that movie yes. being what it was. Blur Studios makes the best video game uh, uh, trailers yeah. out there. Bar none. Check out their, their reel. Well, yeah. not just like with the video game trailers, but like when you hear when you hear like Tim Miller talk about you know what it took to get this film made and like how like he had to make a lot of creative sacrifice. Like the the scene at the end, um, where Deadpool forgets the guns in the taxi. They had to write that in because they couldn't afford to do a gunfight. <laughs> That's why they did that. Oh my god. Um. So, you know, it's just things like that that you know help make a movie, you know, as good as it can be. And also things too, like Tim Miller found ways to sneak in Marvel references that he couldn't legally do. Like the end scene takes place on a decommissioned Shield helicarrier. Even though they can't call it that, Hydra Bob is in the movie. Even though he, they can't call him Hydra Bob. So you know, it's it's little touches like that that you know a director adds to a film. And you know, t- removing Tim Miller is gonna, you know, I feel will remove a lot of those little personal touches. You know, which is gonna suck. I mean, hopefully, you know, the writers are still gonna be there, and Ryan Reynolds is still gonna be there, and. You know, Ryan Reynolds is probably just as big of a part of uh, Deadpool being what it is as anybody. You know, he championed that movie for ever since the first Wolverine came out. So I don't, you know, I don't think, I don't think Deadpool should have as big as a budget as like a Marvel film or Batman vs Superman or anything like that. I think having a smaller budget helps, specifically for a character like Deadpool. But at the same time, you know, it just sucks that they couldn't reach an agreement. You know, to keep the whole band together. Because now, who knows who's going to get brought in right. to be director. And it can go one of two ways. It can be okay, or it can ruin everything. I don't blame Tim Miller wanting a bigger budget. I mean, three times is a lot. But I don't blame him wanting a bigger budget for... You know, he wants to make the movie that he... You know... Like he wants to be able to have the creative freedom to do to yeah. do what he's got to do to make a superhero movie. You know, he doesn't want to be limited like he was in the last one. Right. He was probably, you know, like you said, he had a lot, do a lot, take a lot of sacrifices. And they like they slashed his budget like a lot. Yeah. Like it, fifty-eight million. Like it was a lot more than that before right. Fox like decided to slash his budget. So why, like, what does Ryan Reynolds want to do with that money otherwise? Right. Or the studio, or whatever. Well, and the studio probably wants to save money. Right, and they're gonna side with Ryan Reynolds because he's the face of the. Yeah, but franchise. so what does he want to do with the money? He keep wa- it probably. <laughs> well, I think he just, he deserves a lot of it. To be yeah. fair, I think Ryan Reynolds just feels like they can, you know, they can just do what they did with the first movie again. Right. Which may or may not be true. Tim Miller wanted to take the series in another direction. I think he wanted to. You know, bring it more in line with the bigger budget superhero films of the day, of today rather. Um, and but I don't think that's necessarily a good idea for a character like Deadpool. You know, Deadpool should be different, very different. I mean, so. I liked how gorilla it was. Yeah, but there was only two fight scenes. Yeah, like two real fight scenes. You know, yeah. like two real big ones. So needs to be a little more of that. You know. Yeah, that, that was a little. A little much. So, I mean, you know, here's hoping everything works out with Deadpool. Tim Miller already has, like, projects lined up. Um, one of them at Fox. So, it's not like he had a bad falling out with the studio. So, I don't know. I just hope... Uh, I hope he gets to make a lot more movies. Yeah, I hope he finally fantastic. gets to make that goon movie. That he wants he, to make a goon movie? Yeah, he... Uh, I helped kickstart that movie. That was his? That was his, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, um... Yeah, for those of you who don't know, The Goon, which is probably uh, the best comic Dark Horse ever put out, um, had a Kickstarter to do an animatic for an animated movie. The Kickstarter uh, was to just do an animatic? Yes. Wow. But it was an animatic of the whole movie. 
Mm. To so, pitch it. To pitch it, yeah. Animated, like CGI. Yeah, CGI. Because okay. uh, the problem is there's not a lot of like market for a rated R big budget CGI movie. Even though they had the guy who directed uh, Fight Club, David Fincher, like as the producer. And now you got Deadpool and you got um, Sausage Party. Yeah. So. So. So yeah, that would that would have been a great movie. Um, Dominic asks, "What are your guys' picks for Miller's replacement?" There's a petition going around to try and get Quentin Tarantino to direct Deadpool two. Don't sign that petition. Quentin Tarantino, a wouldn't want to do it. B that would not be a good Deadpool movie. That would be a Quentin Tarantino movie, you know. And and we don't want that. We want a Deadpool movie. Just because you know he has a lot of f words and funny bits and blood and violence in his movies doesn't mean he'd be good for Deadpool. Super Luigi says takes a lot of talent to make a good film on a low budget, which leads to a bigger budget to allow them to do what they want next time. Yes, yeah, that's that's typically how it goes. You get a bigger budget for the next one. You prove yourself on the first one, get a bigger budget for yeah. the next one. This just in: uh, Nintendo of America tweeted, "Learn more about Nintendo's new home gaming system." at the Nintendo Switch presentation streamed live on January 12th. That's so far away. <laughs> and they call it they call it home gaming system. Yes. God, I hate them. <laughs> do what you like god, do you do you like money? I honestly don't think it's a bad idea to like call it a home gaming system cuz you know, if you call it a handheld, call it a hybrid. Well, there's the thing. Like, if you call it a handheld, you know, people have this preconceived notion that handhelds are less powerful. How than... about just gaming system? Well, because if you say it's the home How gaming system. How about just gaming system? If you call it a home gaming system, that, like, will say, say like, this can be your main gaming system. This is your primary gaming system. Look, it can run Skyrim. Um, and Chez Nords, it'll probably be able to run Crisis, as you asked in the comments. But I, I don't. Well, like it's not your main gaming system it's not but no matter how much people say that nintendo want it to be you know that you know that's true it is not true they want it to be like the wii they don't want you buying it they want mom buying it no no because if they wanted mom buying it they would have put a mom in the that's true in the commercial, that's and true. they didn't. They put hip millennials in the commercial, having their hip millennial rooftop parties, which we all have. Nintendo got it right. We're always hanging out on rooftops. I thought it was funny because he he she like she opens the window and from across the window they're like hey, yeah. come over. Somebody was like, oh, that's the invite system. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. Have crappy. <laughs> Apparently, that girl is like now an internet celebrity. That that one the the girl with the bob haircut yeah the bob haircut nice that's some that's some yeah. good tail in that video will <laughs> gotta tell you not nice some nice babes not not what I was going for but okay if you know what I'm talking about yep you guys you guys know what I'm talking about <laughs> and real quick uh, the working title for Deadpool two uh, is Love Machine I'm into that yep Speak. with cable yeah Love Machine featuring cable. <laughs> Uh, well, now that we we've outed that all millennials have rooftop parties, what else you got? Uh, let me just say that AJ says I think spending that much more money on SFX is missing the f the forest for the trees. The smart tweaks to I, th I think he means VFX. Yeah, well, no special effects. That's oh, I, that's I read that as sound effects. <laughs> Or enough, but I can't see a bigger uh, special effects being as big of a deal as steering into humor. Yeah, but I mean, you know. It's very weird, like, how much, like, is a special effect in movies and how much isn't. Like, the, you know, the scenes of in Deadpool of Reynolds, like, lifting his mask up to, like, just to talk from, like, the mouth down. That's all CGI. His mouth? Yeah. Like, they didn't just, you know, have him lift up the thing like they had him lift the thing up and then cgi'd everything down here why i don't know like you'd be amazed at like what's cgi i know he has mocap things on his eyes yeah 
because his eyes were but receding. you know a good example in this just came out in the force awakens the scene where kylo ren is talking to snoke but for the first time that that his mask is cgi kylo Be- ren's mask. yeah because they originally filmed it with him not wearing the mask because that scene was supposed to come later mm. in the movie but then they when they changed around the order of the film they had to put his mask back on interesting there's a lot of weird yeah. CGI. Like, I think a good example is um, what's that movie, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. There's like an insane amount of CGI in that movie. And yeah. It's not a crazy special effects driven movie. Yeah. If you, a good example of that, um, David Fincher, speaking of David Fincher, his movie Zodiac is like 90% green screen. It's crazy. We got a. Uh, All that being said, Batman's cape should not be CGI. We got to stop. Okay. Uh, do you have anything important? Um, Leave. Your comments in the chat right now. We will talk to you right now. I don't know if you want to go over this, but uh, GameStop is now accepting uh, retro games. They have system. This is now nationwide. Okay. And it's a lot more than they used to because now now it's pretty much everything. Okay. Now it's uh, NES, Super NES, uh, N64, GameCube, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Genesis, Saturn, Dreamcast, PS1, GBA, original Xbox. Now they used to sell this stuff only on online. Yeah, but now like they're accepting trade-ins and purchases in store. So, so you can buy this stuff in the store. Yes, that's awesome. Uh, maybe I'll go to GameStop now. Yeah, um, just buyer beware because I know they don't do good checks with what they get. In. Right, they don't. They're not testing these games. Yeah, no, they they say they're sending them back to like. There are refurbished facilities to check, but a lot of times they don't come back. Like there have been horror stories of people ordering uh, classic games and they come back like the wrong game, or it's a reproduction, or you right. know the game just doesn't work, or things like that. I took back so. a Game Boy Advance game once that was a complete bootleg. Yeah, and I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also heard that there's a list. They don't take every game. Yeah, they have I a mean, specific list of games that they take. I don't think they're taking in like rare games rare like, games? like like really rare games like really rare games really yeah, yeah i don't think they're taking why wouldn't they other... want that because they would have to sell them for like they would have to first buy them back for like a couple hundred bucks and then like sell them again for a couple hundred bucks that's dumb. it looks like everything they're taking in though super, wow, super mario sunshine for pre-owned for 35 dollars that's good really i think that's good let's look on amazon uh super smash brothers melee pre-owned for 55 dollars that, that that's more than when it right. came up when it came sounds out sounds about right uh, an N64 system for 80 bucks that's more than that's a, a lot um, a GameCube system for 60 bucks Super Mario Sunshine new and used from Amazon from 4335 wow Sonic and Metro 2 Battle for 20 bucks Metroid Prime for 10 you get a Japanese import of Super Mario Sunshine for 28 dollars yeah, but then it won't play in their uh, American GameCube. That's true. An NES controller for five bucks. Nice. Choose get a handful of those. Yeah. Which won't work on your NES Classic, which you still can't pre-order. All right. Yeah. So that's all right, guys. What you got for us? Oh, uh, let me pull up last. So there's a couple ways you can talk to us. You can leave it in the chat. Mm-hmm. Just like we've been doing. Uh, you can tweet us with the hashtag WolfDenLive, or you can uh, go to last week's uh, last week's goddamn WolfDen video on YouTube. Leave a comment there, and we will answer you in the next podcast, just like we will right now, whenever I click the freaking link. <laughs> Why did it send me to WolfDenLive hashtags from back in August. Because it's stupid and dumb and Twitter's stupid. Kai Williams commented on last week's yes. Wolfden Live 43 minutes ago, so he knew what the deal was. He knew that we would read this first. Yeah. Will, with X-23 in Logan, what are your thoughts on the, the cartoon X-Men Evolution where she first appeared? A lot of people didn't like X-Men Evolution. I thought it was pretty good. It was very of its time and I don't necessarily agree with making every single X-Men a literal teenager except for Storm and Wolverine for some reason. But it wasn't bad, you know, and I thought adding X-23 to the show was a really good, interesting twist. And, you know, the fact that she was popular enough to get to the comics speaks volumes for the idea of the character. 
So, yeah, X-Men Evolution was pretty good. It got weird in spots, but, you know, I I don't have bad feelings towards that show. Uh, Fred asks, if you guys were stuck on a desert island, who would you want to be with from these groups? A, former president, a comic book character, no reality warpers, so I guess you can't like, leave yeah. the, plant, the island. A video game character and a One Piece character. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> what a troll. Um, I guess we need to pick one from each group. I guess. All right, former president. Uh, uh, probably Roosevelt because he's a survivalist. Yes, Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. Absolutely. Comic character Batman. 100%. Superman. Superman? He would get you off the island. <laughs> Actually, no. Green Arrow. Because he has experience living on a deserted island. Okay, there you go. There you go. Um, video game character Nathan Drake. Laura Croft. Fine, Laura Croft. At least, at least we get, at least we get some eye candy. Anyway, <laughs> and a One Piece character, the one with the straw hat, because yeah. I literally <laughs> don't know any of the One Piece characters. Yeah, what he said. Uh, and Aaron asks, "Have either of you seen Nightwing the series by Ismahawk?" No, I have not. But I saw. I saw a little bit of it. It's pretty good. I saw the uh, Voltron vs. Power Rangers. Yeah. It's pretty good. I there's an it's not by Isma Hawk. It's and there's another Nightwing uh, web series. I think it's called Earth One, where he's like a grunge goth rocker. That was weird. Fred also asks on Twitter using the hashtag #WolfDenLive. Will would you make a live action punk rock Jesus, and who would you cast? I would love to make a live action punk rock Jesus. Oh God, I don't. Who? Would I think I that cast? would make a really good anime. That would actually. Now that I think about it, uh, I don't. I don't know who I would cast. Ah, that's that's a good question. I'll have to come back to that. Maybe I'll write a blog post about it. Uh, Justin Colley, our favorite Brit, says, <laughs> "If you had to pick a comic book character or video game character, who would you be and why?" And FFs don't say Laura. Lara. I guess we can't be Laura Croft. Is that what you saying? I guess. Well, where does it say that? Right there. He doesn't want us touching our own boobies. Will? Uh, yeah, I. I wouldn't do that. Um, I've said this before because I did a video on if you could be a comic book character, which one could you be? Uh, Nightwing. There you go. Nightwing? Yeah. Why? You want to touch your own butt. Yes. <laughs> no, all the... Pretty much all the, the best parts about Batman with none of the depression. That is, that is very good. Uh, what about a video game? Or, or a video game character. Jeez. Uh, I don't know. I was, All uh, the cool ones have like really damaging pests. No, I would want to be Sonic the Hedgehog. You would want. To be I Sonic would the want Hedgehog. to be Sonic. I would totally want to be Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, that's actually a really yeah. good pick. That is a really. <laughs> I good don't pick. care. I want to be Sonic the Hedgehog. He's I've got, got a pretty good life. He does. You just go fast and eat chili dogs all day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Bang whoever you want. <laughs> whatever, Most, whatever animal or human, nothing matters in the Sonic that, realm. That that that's not canon anymore. It that, sure that's is. Not it canon. absolutely is. All right. Um, moving on to YouTube. Uh, Gilbert, well, as someone who has not read a comic since July. What should I start off with, or am I just screwed and have to wait for the next event? No, it is never too late. Um, you're not too far behind. Uh, DC Rebirth, um, still pretty early in the game. They just started new story arcs on Batman and Detective Comics. Uh, definitely check those out. Uh, Trinity, um, the book with Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman is still really early. Uh, highly recommend that. And um, oh, what the hell was the other book? That just like just came out and I was really interested in. There's two image books. One is Killer Be Killed by Ed Brubaker. Always read whatever Ed Brubaker writes. And I don't know the creative team on it, but Surgeon X um, about a dystopia where the medical industry is really bad. Check that out. Uh, Super Luigi says, can you play PlayStation VR for long gaming sessions? No, you can't. Have you, have you tried for longer than like 20 minutes or I haven't tried since that first day, honestly, to like really? actually play games. Um, but I was, I was starting to feel it after a while. I wouldn't, re I just wouldn't recommend it. Don't yeah. play for more than like two hours. Two hours is like <laughs> an absolute cap and you need to take 
you need to take breaks, but try not to take the headset off too much. Because yeah. when you're in 3D and you go out of 3D, you'll start to get weird. Yeah. So you feel a similar feeling when you're using the 3DS in 3D and you keep looking away. Uh, let's see. I just had it. Um, Mid-Games 13, do you like the Switch having cartridges instead of DVDs or PSP discs? Uh, definitely don't want PSP discs. Yeah, well, no discs in general. Yeah. Because if it is going to be portable in any capacity, you don't want moving parts. Because, you know, that, that'll that get, like, get messed up and travel. Also, like it's a drain on battery life. I honestly would have preferred it to be 100% uh, digital. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's even necessary to have cartridges at all i guess yeah i mean i guess it's something physical for your parents to buy you yeah i mean i don't think we're gonna get rid of like physical media especially with video games for a while so um green retro man i think he asked what the nintendo conspiracy is nothing i just thought that was a good title (laughs) (laughs) the conspiracy is that it's freaking backwards compatible yeah. with 3DS games, and they said that it's not. That's a conspiracy. Uh, the Feistiest Ninja. Hey, does anybody know if the Ninja Turtles, Batman, and Ghostbusters crossovers are out of continuity? Because I'm only up to issue 28, and I don't want anything spoiled. Okay, fun fact. The Ninja Turtles-Ghostbusters crossover is in continuity with the IDW Ninja Turtles and IDW Ghostbusters. Like, that is an in-canon thing that happened. The Batman one... I don't know. I would not be surprised if it's in canon with the Ninja Turtle series because everything's in canon with that series. It's incredible, like, how much, like, they put out for that book. People are garbaging over my digital-only thing. Everybody wants physical. I love physical. I buy phys- I buy everything physical as much as possible, but I want to be forced to buy digital. I forced myself to go digital with my Xbox One. I can't and- do it because I like seeing it on my shelf like an idiot. But my only problem with going digital is that I'm forced to rely on the Xbox Live Marketplace and they do not have sales very often. And if they do, like, they're not great. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo's not going to be good with that. Yeah, Nintendo's going to be awful with that. Digital only. I am pulling up my iPad so that I can pull up the shirt one more time. I'm going to leave it up while we talk. Mm-hmm. The link is in the description of this video. You can buy this shirt. Is run, the campaign will run through November? It is twenty dollars, and we have plenty of plenty of great colors. I prefer this uh, royal heather. I also like the charcoal heather. Yeah, I got so, you the charcoal heather. Yes, I got you. myself a royal heather because I kind of want to see what it looks like in real life. Yeah. I I almost wanted one of the blue shirts, but I like I surprisingly have a lot of blue shirts. Yeah, yeah. no, I don't. I don't have like this one looked like real nice and colorful. Yeah. So I want to also ours are going to be a different because I have to half tone it, you know, put the dots yeah. on it cuz if it reaches its campaign goal, we get to half tone. I mean, we get to screen print it and it's going to be much better quality. Yeah. So please reach the goal so we can get you an <laughs> awesome quality shirt. Um Xander Wise on Twitter asked, uh, I've been wondering what are your thoughts on DK3 so far? Um that book, I haven't read it, but from what I've gathered, that book started off really strong. And then nosedive into nonsense and like lunacy. So I will definitely check that out when it's all done. Um, cause I, I want to see where this went. Um, but I don't know. I was not, honestly, I was not a supporter of that book when they announced it. I don't think they should revisit, uh, Dark Knight Universe. Bob Hargan something. As uh, he says, I really wonder what it would be like with Dark Souls 3. Probably awful. I assume he means the NX. Uh, why would it be awful? It would probably be just fine. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, unless, you know, he's thinking about, like, holding the, the controller in one hand and then the other. Yeah, just don't you do know. that. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> just don't do that. And it'll probably play exactly like Dark Souls 2. Yeah. I would love to be able to play games like that portably. That would yeah. be great. Uh, but, again, buying this thing, playing my Mario's... Yeah, in my, my Zelda's that I'm not never gonna play. I'm never gonna play Zelda. Um, I think that's it. Wait, I had one more. Um, Tevia wanted to know about my opinions on the new X Men comics being released. So Marvel announced a whole slew of X Men comics that are coming out because, hey, I guess they aren't mad at Fox anymore. 
Um, Iceman is getting his own book. Uh, Cable is getting his own book. Jean Grey is getting her own book. Damn. Um, there's going to be two main X-Men titles, X-Men Blue and X-Men Gold. Um, so I guess that means they went to the same high school as us. Uh, <laughs> gen- our high school colors are blue and gold. Um, Generation X and Weapon X. And it's all going to be under the Resurrection banner. Get it? Resurrection mm, That's so yeah. clever. I, I yeah. can't believe um, it. I don't know. Hopefully they're good. I mean, I don't... I don't know if like Iceman, Cable, and Jean Grey are, you know, capable of uh, holding up their own solo series. Um, Weapon X might be cool, you know, if they bring back the Weapon X program and like there's new Weapon X's. Um, Weapon X's is yeah. Generation X. Um, that was like a big deal back in the day when it came out. Hopefully this continues that. Um, and then X Men Gold and X Men Blue. Uh, this harkens back to in the '90s when there were two X Men team. Um, so hopefully like you'll have one like local team and then like an international team or something like that. Hopefully they make the two teams different enough that you want to pick, you know, one book over the other, like what they're doing with SmackDown and raw SmackDown and raw. Yeah. What do you mean? They, they split the roster. So there's half the wrestlers are on raw oh, and half are on okay. SmackDown. I thought there and, was, I thought there was a wrestling comic. No. And there, there's two. Well, that's coming in January. I will be talking about that when it comes out. Cause it sounds great. Uh, you know what? While we're while we're here, real quick, we're ending. That's it. Okay, I'm that's it. No more questions. <laughs> um, I just wanted to show that Sony announced third party controllers that look pretty cool. Oh yeah. Um, I used to have the Razer Anza, which is an awesome controller for Xbox. Damn it! There it is. Now it's the Razer Raiju and this other one that I don't care about. Yeah. Having, I hope data passes over the wire because that makes a world of difference when you play, you know, online yeah. games or competitive games. I think I hit a button, but no, I, I think it has it has two extra bumpers that yeah. you can assign, just like the Razer Onza mm-hmm. did. And it's, I'm assuming it has adjustable. Uh, it has a hair trigger switch. This is pretty much a pro controller for yeah for. Uh, for Sony or an Elite controller, yeah, because we've been dying for Sony to make an Elite controller. There is, there is a. It's called the PlayStation Elite controller. It's not made by Sony, and I'm pretty sure it's like a, a no-name company. It looks it like out. garbage. Yeah, but like it does have the modular like buttons and stuff. You can swap yeah, them out. I did see that, but it. Yeah, no, it I, 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 I think it's Razer. I trust, except that my yeah. Anza broke after like three months, but still, it was yeah. a good three months. Yeah. All right, that's it. All right. We're done. We're out of here. Guys, thank you for being here. I will be streaming, drawing the thumbnail in about an hour. I need, absolutely need coffee. What I'm going to do is I'm going to buy the Curate Cups. I'm going to go out. I'm going to buy some Curate Cups. Right. Uh, buy this shirt while you're at it. Link is in the description of this video. That We will be pushing this shirt all the way through November. Yes. Um, and that's it. Yeah. Don't forget to listen to this on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google, Google Play. Play. Uh, if you missed you- it. Tell your friends to subscribe and rate us five stars on all those services because it helps us out with placement. And of course, you can always check out our regular scheduled videos every Tuesdays and Wednesdays right here, youtube.com slash wolfdown. Don't forget to use the hashtag wolfdown live. We'll yep. talk to you. Thank you guys very much, and we'll see you in a week. Goodbye. Bye.